Hey, everybody, this is Richard Ryerson from Dose of Leadership Podcast, and you're listening to Bob Nolly on Labrador Leadership Podcast. Live from the RVA, this is the Labrador Leadership Podcast with Dr. Bob Nolly, the program that brings you the leadership skills that can make you the most authentic, approachable leader for the sake of your business, your team, and for you. Now, here's Bob. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Welcome to episode two of the Labrador Leadership Podcast. Happy New Year to you. Alex is back with us. Alex, how are you today? I'm great. How are you doing, Bob? Good. Happy New Year to you, too. Happy New Year. Yeah, there are no, there are no big secrets in broadcasting, but when you and I did the introduction show, that was not New Year's, but this is the first time we've done one <laughs> in the New Year. So so how was your New Year? Was it, you know... Uh, it, was, um, it was my first New Year, my first New Year in New York City. Oh, um, and you live to tell the tale. So were you there in Times Square and all of that? No, uh, I, I heard Times Square. Uh, there wasn't enough uh, porta potties to go around, <laughs> so I stayed. I stayed clear of of Midtown Manhattan. This I looked year. for you on TV. I didn't see you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and ours was pretty quiet here as well. We had a little, you know, a little <clears throat> coffee crud going through the house, so we kind of laid low. But we celebrated making it through another year, so it's all good. Uh, oh, did you did you make any resolutions? That was that was the first thing I did. I, I made resolutions, um, I want to say, on like the 29th or the 30th. Uh, and so I set with one big one, and that was just to, to write every day, um, whether it was a journal entry or an idea or a joke. I just decided that I wanted to write every day. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's quite a commitment. And you said you made it before the first of the year? Yeah, I, I um, it was kind of an idea that I toyed with. Um, you know, early fall, I was like, you know, I should really start writing more. I, I haven't, I haven't been doing it enough. So I, I kind of put a timeline on it that I would try to have as much content written at the end of 2015, but I kind of delayed my start a little bit. I knew I was going to do it, but I waited until the first. That's good. You know, it really doesn't make sense to me to go ahead and make a resolution at the stroke of midnight after the big smooch with whoever you're with and you know, well, go, and then this year, here's my goal. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, champagne-induced goal setting is not the is not the best way to do it. I think most people probably should sit down, you know, earlier in in the day on New Year's Eve. Yeah, um, that has gotten a lot of people in trouble. A whole yeah. lot of people have gotten in trouble that way. Uh, the one I thought of for me is uh, in. I, I was a Boy Scout here, and I've lived in is I've lived here in Richmond my entire life, as I've said before, and. There's a there's one hike I've haven't done in decades, and there's this mountain up in the Blue Ridge here in the Appalachians called Old Rag Mountain, and it's thought of as being in part of Shenandoah National Park, but it's actually just outside the park. It's an outlier, but it's quite a great hike, and there are a couple of features of it. Uh, you could do it in a day. But one feature is that there's a rock scramble near the park. So you can be walking along rocky trails and, and hiking comfortably, if not too strenuously. Then all of a sudden you get to this rock scramble and there are all sorts of tight fits and stairways and climbs and leaps you have to make. Nothing you need ropes and harnesses for, but you know, it, it takes some work. But then when you get to the top, when you get to the summit, it's a 360 view. So you can stand on the summit and you can look north, south, east, west, all the way around and take some great pictures and the views are just awesome. And then 
there's it's kind of a circuit hike so you could come off the summit and take a more leisurely walk down of course you know on the legs hiking down off the mountain is pretty tough so that's my goal i want to do old rag again you know i think that's a great goal i kind of want to join you on that goal i probably have too many um resolutions of my own but i you know lived in richmond for the past five years and i never went to old rag and you know you see the photos and everyone's up on the summit and it looks really nice and i've done a lot of hiking but i haven't done old rag yet but i think that that's um that's a a great goal did you know when you wanted to hike it well certainly not in the winter no not in the winter and i don't (laughs) think i want to be up there when people are crawling all over the mountain like ants yeah. The, when the leaves are turning. So I'm thinking maybe in the, in the later part of summer. I certainly have some uh, conditioning work to do. I've got to get some cardio work done and get some leg work done to yeah. uh, to have it a reasonable a reasonable hope of getting it done. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, you have, you know, 11. Well, if you want to do it in the summer, I suppose you have about seven, eight months. But, you know, once you pick There's a date, time. you'll know you're... That's right. That's right. So, you know, I hope... I hope out of all the people listening, a lot of people have set goals already for the new year, no matter when you're listening to it. And, you know, the sad thing I read was that people, goals that people make at the new year, 25% of them are dead, not the people, the goals. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they've given them up in the first week, 25% in one week. So even though if you discard all the resolutions that are kind of flippant and champagne-induced or whatever, you know, that's kind of (laughs) sad. The bigger number is that 60% of them have been broken or missed by the end of January. So there's a a way, you know, a resolution is one thing, but when you talk about a goal, that seems something a little bit bigger or heavier. And what I wanted to do today is just talk about the whole concept of goal setting because people that are listening to us as we launch here now and listen to a couple of episodes and getting to know us a little bit, I just want to talk about the concept of a concept today of the smart goals that will help them. And here's what a smart goal is. Number one, when you set a goal, the S in smart stands for specific, exactly what you want to accomplish. So if I said, for example, I want to hike Old Rag Mountain, uh, I could be more specific and say, by the end of the year, which I could be in the snow then even, by the end of the year, I want to hike, uh, let's say the circuit hike of Old Rag Mountain, which includes the rock scramble and the summit. So that's specific. You know, that's not saying I'm going to hike Old Rag. You mean I could drive to the parking lot and go a half mile up the slope and turn around and come back and say I've done that. But being a little bit more specific would be useful. Yeah. So you, in the writing, how could you be more specific with that? Well, I I suppose, you know, you have that, the culmination of um, I'm going to go to the summit. I'm going to do this full circuit uh, trail and I'm going to do this. So, you, you know, when you when you write, you do, and you and I I feel like I write for so many different things. Um, you know, I I do like to write nonfiction and fiction, uh, but I end up writing um, sort of a, a very scripted style of a press release or, or things like that. That's most of the writing that I get to do on a day to day basis is kind of these proposals. So you know, I I, I want to do more of the creative writing. Um, so I was hoping, you know, to make a small like book or a zine or something by the end of 2015, um, you know, for 2016 to kind of, that was just the only kind of cap I could put on it. Sure. You know, you okay. Every day or you try to 
culminate enough uh, material to, or, you know, produce enough material rather to kind of make your, your, your end piece, your, your cake, if you will. That's good. That's good. So being specific, the more you are specific, the essence smart, the more likely you are to hold on to that goal. Let's go to the M. The M says it has to be measurable. Now, uh, I guess for me, hike up the mountain, when you say it's measurable all the way to the top, you know, that's measurable. And you know, I know there are people listening, gee, that wouldn't that be nice. There are a lot of people listening that have been to the Alps where there are mountains of tens of thousands of feet in altitude. And they fight there. This mountain is, yeah, I don't think it's 4,000 feet. It's actually exactly 3,291 feet. Straight from our research department. Thank you. (laughs) All right. What did you say? 3,291? Yeah, 3,291. Okay. 3,291 feet. So that's not really, that is measurable, but in terms of the goal, but you could write in terms of like uh, measurable for you could be like seven days a week or six days a week or number of words per day. Yeah. Or even, you know, an amount of, because, you know, to be completely honest, working on it every day is a physical impossibility. Um, so, you know, maybe a, a kind of a head count, my end count, my word count at the end of the year, if you will. Okay. Uh, I could put a cap on that. I'm not sure how many words I would need, though. You know, it'll start it'll to start to form number. up and take a life of its own, I bet. You know, when I was uh, when I was writing my uh, my dissertation, I had a commitment that I would write 500 words a day at a minimum. And there were days I wrote much more. But I mean, there were days when I got hung up with life or doing other things or, you know, even at the other end of the spectrum when I could have been out on a little bit of a out on the town with the guys for a bit. You know, when I got home, I put down 500 words and they may have been the worst 500 words I put down. But I got them done, and that that really helped me uh, drive it forward near the end because that project is very easy to just you know come up and stop. Well, oh, not yeah. tonight. I'm not feeling it tonight. I'm going to stop. Well, just keep writing 500 words because once you don't, you will have found a way to not do it. Yeah, that's actually an amazing amount of uh, dedication to your dissertation. Well, it has to get done. You know, there's so many people that, you know, have just started down the path and are now in that ABD phase where all the work's done. Oh, yeah, except for this part. And yeah. It, it, it's hard. If it wasn't that hard, everybody would do it. So, True. so we've done our SM, specific measurable, A is actionable. And I think we both covered that because it means just start with a verb. Uh You know, a good verb, an action verb. And yours, of course, you know, mine would be hike. Sure. Or climb. I wonder if it's better. Hike, climb. And yours would be right. Mm-hmm. Or more. So that's actionable. We can actually see the action and the energy going out there. Uh, the R is kind of interesting. So we have specific, measurable, actionable. And now we have to be realistic. So here's the thing about goals. Goals can be something that's just kind of perhaps a bucket list kind of thing, something that's stuck in your craw you want to get done. But the best goals, not, not the best, the, the ones that are more beneficial to you are the ones that we often call stretch, stretch goals. It's, it's a, it causes you to perform or work, whether it be hiking or riding or anything else, at a level at which you have not done before. And it it has to be attainable, hence the R and realistic. 
but it's going to be, it's going to cause growth in your life. And that's the big part of it. That's the big part of it. So if I said, I'm going to get to Europe and climb the Matterhorn, well, yeah, I could get to Europe pretty easily, but that, you know, putting it in the harness and climbing up the Matterhorn, that's just not going to happen. Right. That, that's not realistic for me. But this little 3291 Rocky Mountain here in Virginia, I think is within reach for you. So when you talk about writing, you know, 500 words, it may be unrealistic. Uh, you know, I think the days of the week thing you mentioned adds a filter to it. You know, I've got to do it five days a week, even 500 yeah. words, five days a week. I mean, that not that it, you would be the one to judge whether it sounded good to you or not. But mm-hmm. as an example, that sounds to be pretty realistic. Yeah, and even then, you know, even if you schedule it, then you have a date with yourself. You know, I'm not, I'm not the most, um, I'm not a very punctual person, so it actually makes me a terribly, uh, you know, an organized person when it comes to appointments. But if I can make an appointment with myself a couple times a week, even if it's two times in one day and, you know, I take three days off and that kind of thing to write 500 words or something like that, I find that to even be more realistic because then I've put it down. I've put it down in, in writing and I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a a manual person. So I'm not typing my goals. I'm actually writing, scrawling them out and checking them off. That's great. Now, so when you write, do you, do you actually write, do you put the pen in your hand and write in a, in a nice book or something, or are you at the keyboard? How do you do it? I go back and forth because I really enjoy handwriting, but you know, for the long hauls, what I do is I, when I come up with an idea, I keep a tiny, uh, note, a little notebook, um, from a, a company in, in Richmond, I, I have one of their little promotional notebooks. And whenever I um, come up with something, I scrawl it down in there by hand. And then when I go in to elaborate on it, that's when I type it and I put it into a Word document and kind of put it in my files. Great. That's great. That's good stuff. I have, uh, I have some fountain pens. Talk about a lost art. I have some fountain pens that I just love writing with occasionally. And when I'll write somebody a handwritten note or letter, I just love having them in my hand. It's the heft of them and the glide of the, you know, the nib over the, or the, the nice paper just, just feels good. And if you're a writer at heart, that can really be a fuel for the fire there. Oh, I have specific ones that I, I can't write with, um, you know, the, the, the ballpoint. It's got to be a kind of a fine tipped gel based ink. I have a whole a whole criteria for pens to <laughs> sure to sure stop. that that's when you know you're you're talking to a real writer you know one of the most often used senses that they use is this pen stinks <laughs> <laughs> into the trash can it goes okay specific measurable actionable realistic and the last one the T here it is the T time it needs to be time bound you need to say by when you're going to do that. And, you know, this folds right into what we talked about managing commitments when we did uh, episode zero, did our introduction. You should, you, you need to say when. So I, I say this year, so maybe I should be more specific about the climb and say December 31st. Maybe to make sure it gets done, I should pull it up and say September 30th or I'm August 31st or something like that. <laughs> My vote is September 30th because at this point I have already signed myself on to climb old rag with you. And so I'm, I'll be too cold. if we do. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine if we could get this done? We could do an episode up there. We could oh, broadcast yeah. from up there. Yeah, just strap our, our laptops in our back. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring them. We just need the recorder to Mac, uh, to uh, Mike's. We, we'd be good. 
I think we need we some windscreen gill. Oh my gosh. Our first video post is a top of the rag. Oh, I don't know. When I get to the top, I don't know if I'll be ready for TV quite yet. Jeez, <laughs> that'll be tough. All right, let's review that. The SMART goals, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, time-bound. And, you know, what the biggest goals, you and I didn't mention this. Uh, it could be, you know, perhaps it's one we just don't want to share with the nation quite yet, is uh, weight loss goals, health goals, of right. course, are very common. So people say they want to lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds or 10 pounds. You got to say when. When, because I'm as guilty as anyone else, I've lost the same 10 pounds 10 times. <laughs> Me too. And uh, so that's tough. So lose 20, you, like, you lose 10 pounds for good by some yeah. certain date. The date needs to be there. So yeah, I, I guess the, the hike that now has just become, taken on life of its own. Gee, uh, how, would, how would you use time for writing? I mean, five days a week, does that count or by a certain date you're going to complete a project or uh yeah you know I, I i've kind of gone back and forth on this because i i do think that putting a timeline on, on december 31st who finishes anything in between the week of christmas and new year's eve sure absolutely <laughs> so i've you know i have to sit there and think of it maybe i should say december december 1st because you know the holidays come around and your your goals get bogged down and i think that's why everyone on the first of the year are like all right back to it you know because i slacked off for the past month between thanksgiving and new year's eve but so i do think that you know if i if i can p- schedule them into my my agenda you know if I can say, okay, well, this day of the week, I'm going to do a podcast from 7 to 8 p.m. or 8 to 9 p.m. And then I'll sit down and I'll write from 9 to 10 p.m. You know, if I set dates with myself, I actually think that, you know, the whole smart method would go a little bit more smoothly rather than me saying every day. Because every day just in this city, it takes so long to get everywhere. I don't I don't have the the spare hour sometimes you know that that'll go to my commute instead of writing yeah yeah that's that that's a really great point the, when you mentioned nothing gets done in between uh christmas day and new year's day that might know, be a personal problem for no me. no I, I think the rest of the world's right there with you uh, i it's a, it's a point we can make for everybody to encourage them when people are are self-employed to work for themselves entrepreneurs everywhere Managing your customers' expectations for that period of time that we call the holidays and not just Christmas to New Year's, but Thanksgiving to New Year's, I I can't encourage people enough to just say, start conversations with key customers about commitments as early as November, saying, Mm -hmm. we are going to be taking some time off between December 10th or the 15th or the 25th till the end of the year. we have this on the board to do, complete for you, and they'll be completed by these dates. Is there anything else you want to make us aware of? And, you know, just have that conversation to yeah, make them the aware of that, you the, know. The work parties, the holidays, all that, all those times not spent working, you know, right. it, it does affect, especially, you know, a, a client to a consultant relationship or something like that. I mean, you know, you put these, these timelines, um, I had the same problem actually this year. I said, we said January 1st, we'll launch this, this website. And, um, of course the surgeon whose, whose website it is, he goes, um, out of town for a week. 
And then somebody else in the office goes out of town for two weeks. Then the web designer goes out of town for three days. You know, and it's, it all, it kind of just snowballs. And you're, you, you know, you realize that these timelines that you make, it, and especially the lofty timelines like that, like it doesn't, it, the, the surgeon knows, oh, I went out of town. So this got pushed back a little bit because we couldn't get the things that we needed from him. Um, and, you know, that kind of thing. So, it, and it's okay. You know, you can kind of work through that and say, hey, you know, we could make this 10 times better if we spent a couple more weeks on it instead of rushing it out on January 1st, which is sort of how I feel about, you know, my own goals with, you know, if I say Jan- or December 31st, then, you know, if I, and then I rush through it, then what did I really do a disservice to myself and the project? Yeah, I fully understand. And that's, that's a great point. And you know, out there in the customer world, there's always somebody that's going to chase you down and go, that has something they're on the hook for, for the first of the year. Right. And you know, it's, it's a tough thing to deal with, but you know, hopefully we'll prepare folks to, to have those difficult conversations over yeah. the days here. That sounds good. Maybe November uh, 31st is the better, the better end date on things. Yeah. So here are some points to make about these. Now we know how to form these goals, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time bound. But here's one thing I'd recommend to everybody. Whether you use uh, a pencil, a number two cedar pencil, or a nice fountain pen, write them down. Write them down on someplace special. Don't write them down on the back of a receipt. Don't write them down on a, uh, you know, write them down in a nice book, the book you keep, where it's a nice little moleskin. Do you know how to pronounce that word? Am I saying that right? Moleskin? You know, I've always called them moleskin, but I'm from North Carolina, so I never know if I'm saying anything correctly. We're learning your story chapter by chapter as we go through this. This is great. Yeah, I've said moleskin as well. And actually, we'll, maybe I can link this up. Uh, there's a uh, there's a video on YouTube just laughing at the, whole, the 200 ways you could pronounce that. But anyway, everybody <laughs> has their own style, whether hardback or not, lined or not. And just everybody seems to have one the right size, the color they like. And uh, yeah, that's one for me. And that's where my goal is. So write them down. And when you write them down, the power that that comes to you from actually committing it to paper is a big deal. And the fact this, that it allows you to review them. You can review them during the year. Don't look at them every day. Don't look at them every day. Uh, but do look at them, uh, I don't know, monthly perhaps? or Yes, I, monthly is what I do. and just go, how is this goal going? So, for example, if I'm trying to get this mountain climbed and I'm saying, okay, I've got some cardio work I need to get done. i got to get my legs in shape. At the end of January, I'm going to go, okay, how many times you've been in the gym in January? <laughs> and that number is going to either be on track or I'm going to go, uh, I've not done that yet. So yeah. then I can consciously make decisions to get more trips in there. In your case, if you uh, have not been writing five days a week or 100 words, you look at wherever you write and you go, it's not there yet. Right, right. And so you can review them. And, uh, you know, here's uh, Michael Hyatt has done some great work on goals. He has a whole program on goal setting. And he reminds folks to, when you get to the middle of the year and go, well, that was a bust, you know, you just abandon it. Uh, don't don't give up on it. It was right. important to you in January. It's It's probably as important to you now. 
find a way to get it done. And in the, in the business world, he te- he tells the story of a of a gentleman who has had a budget to hit a sales budget on a division, and you know he was in big trouble at mid year and was ready to throw his hands up and go no. But he ended up outperforming everybody the rest of the year and hitting his goal and surpassing it. So that happens. It just needs your focus and your attention to get it done. And, you know, we've actually, thank you very much for sharing the writing goal. I don't know if I shared, you know, too much about climbing this little hill here. But when you do talk about your goals, uh, I encourage you to be, hold them close to the vest. You know, yeah, some are, some are very personal. Close to the vest. <laughs> yeah, because remember now, you you and I have talked about one each here, and it's certainly appropriate to have more than one. It's it's wrong to have too many. That's a big mistake. It's wrong to have too many, but we can have several. Like in the fields of uh, of of your faith, you know, in the fields of your relationships, relationship goals for the year, uh, your personal fitness, a bunch of them, but just keep them in that book where you write them down right? and, and share them. I think pretty selectively, uh, you know, we should do this. Everybody that's committed, even when you're listening to this now, if, if you're not listening to this episode until, until May, then you've missed a lot already. Please don't be late again. If you're not listening to this episode till May, set a goal. And even if you set your goals now, email them to us, and I'm not, we're not going to read them. I don't mean we're not going to read them on the air. We're not going to read them at all. Send your goal to bob at labradorleadership.com, and I'm not going to open it. Just put in the, in the line, this is my goal, in the subject line. And what I'll do is in six months, I'm going to send it back to you. And that'll be a nice little trigger for you to stop and consider just how well it's going. And, I, you know, I will not, you know, I'm certainly available to work on your goals with you, but I, I don't want to tell you that I'm going to read your goal. I'm just going to pop it open and send it right back to you six months later. So that's the least I can do. I've done that in classes I've taught before, and it's, it's been very effective. I've heard bad from folks. I'm so, going to be the first, the first person that sends you my goals. Well, okay. And I promise to not, I'm not going to read them. I'm not going to well, read them. You know, you already sort of helped me through my goals on a, you know, a weekly basis just by kind of discussing, um, you know, these ideas with me. So if, you know, if you need one to read, if you need to peek at one, I encourage you, please. I never okay. do it. I won't betray the trust. Can't do it. <laughs> so folks, remember to smart goals, remember to write them down. Don't make them too many. Uh, make them specific, make them, make at least some of them stretch goals for you. Make, give yourself an opportunity to grow, make them something that's really important to you. Make them something that's compelling, make them something that on the other end of it, you'll be darn proud of like I will, when I'm standing on top of that mountain and, uh, don't make them all in your comfort zone. Uh, they'll be really productive. If, if they fit to something next, if you ask yourself, when I get this done, then next I can do this. And then all of a sudden you're pushing your life forward. How does it sound, Alex? That sounds great, but I do have one concern. Sure. What should the subject be of the email so that you know not to read them for, for our listeners? Just just say, this is my goal. Okay. Just say anything about it. This is my goal. Don't read it. Just so say anything. It's a, a do not read zone. Yeah, and, and, I, and I won't open it. 
And any of you that are, you know, get read receipts open, I, I won't open it. But in six months, I want to turn it around and just send the reply right back to you. I'd be glad to do it. And uh, I, hope it's, I hope it serves you well. I hope it serves you well. Yeah. Alex, thank you very much for today. Well, thank you, Bob. It was a pleasure to, to talk with you. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to episode two of the Labrador Leadership Podcast. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Please subscribe and please, if you can, give us a, a five-star review and, and give us a rating there because it's important that we get iTunes to keep us in front of people because leadership conversation that helps everybody in their jobs and their lives needs to move forward. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. For the sake of all the special people in your life that deserve you to be the best leader you can be. Connect with us on our website at labradorleadership.com, on Facebook at Labrador Leadership, and on Twitter at Lab Leadership. Now, here's a final thought from Bob. Hope all your goals are smart ones. Email them back to me at bob at labradorleadership.com, and I'll get them back to you later in the year. Next time on the Labrador Leadership Podcast, you'll hear from a leader that takes his giving back to the community very seriously. Until then, we'll see you next time.